Welcome to Connections, a McElroy podcast all about pipe fusion, where we tackle industry news, job site success stories, and more from the world of thermoplastic pipe. Hey everyone, and welcome. You're listening to Connections, a McElroy podcast with host Tyler Kern. And today we're launching a new podcast series from McElroy all about the plastic pipe fusion industry. Pipe fusion is a widely accepted process that joins two pieces of plastic pipe together using heat and pressure. They use this pipe called thermoplastic pipe in all types of infrastructure projects, both underground in applications like water, sewer, and natural gas, and inside buildings for potable water, chiller lines, fire suppression, and more. And when it comes to pipe Fusion McElroy has been the industry standard in North America since 1967. They began with some rolling fusion machines, and over the years, they have developed a range of machines small enough to hold in your hand, all the way up to a nearly two-story machine that fuses pipe large enough for you to stand inside of. Pretty incredible. So their innovative engineering and work ethic to solve the toughest job site problems has made them a trusted partner in the world of pipe fusion. And joining us today from McElroy is Jeff Turner, one of their sales channel managers, along with a Another special guest from the Facebook group, Gods of Fusion, Ryan Ethier. Along with managing that group, Ryan also works for ISCO, a McElroy national channel partner in Western Canadian utility sales. Jeff and Ryan, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to be here. Well, it's fantastic to have this opportunity to uh, to chat with both of you all today. And I want to start off just by uh, learning a little bit more about your background and what you do in this particular industry. So what are your respective roles in the industry? Jeff, let me kick it to you first, and then we'll follow up with Ryan. Hey, thanks a lot. I've, I've been with McElroy for about seven years now, and I started off in the polypropylene sales uh, channel for McElroy and expanded in my role into being both a polypropylene and polyethylene specialist from Aquari, qualified operator, qualified instructor. Now I'm the sales channel manager for the polypropylene sales channel. And polypropylene, if you had to put it in kind of a, a description of where polypropylene goes compared to polyethylene, it's more inside the building type of applications as opposed to outside the building. Although there are some outdoor applications for polypropylene. So I manage those product lines with our industry partners who are pipe partners and our sales channel partners who are distributors and representative firms across the country. Excellent. I, th- I think uh, I think just Jeff just set the record for most times saying polypropylene in uh, in one answer, which is say it three <laughs> times really fast. I, 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 which I was going to say I couldn't do that. It's extremely impressive, and so uh, well done, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it's better than the abbreviation. I'm just, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Jeff's word on that, and, and then uh, Ryan follow up with uh, by giving us a little bit of uh, background on your role. Uh, well, I started in the industry in 96, so what is that, 24, 25 years ago, as a fusion technician with a small company in British Columbia, and moved along through a couple different other com- companies as a fusion technician, fabricator, maintenance manager, and worked my role up to uh, a sales manager for a company called A.H. McElroy years ago, and about three years ago, we were bought by ISCO, so now I'm the uh, Western Canadian Utility Sales Manager, kind of covering gas distribution, training, equipment, maintenance, troubleshooting, things like that. Uh, Focusing my efforts on medium density polyethylene, butt fusion, uh, squeeze off of squeeze tools, sidewall fusion, socket fusion, electric fusion, and helping keep the people in Western Canada kind of knowledgeable and up to date for the training standards and installation standards for natural gas distribution. So kind of seen a whole gambit of the entire industry through my career, which has been 
quite a while now looking back. Thanks for making me feel old. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to say, uh, if McElroy can build it, I can break it. That was my uh, my uh, saying that I used to say to all the people that I would train. I spent quite a number of years in the training side of things in Alberta and traveled as far south as the Dominican Republic to do training in the mining industry. I've worked all over uh, the U.S., Canada, and uh, and seen lots of lots of crazy things with polyethylene pipe, medium density polyethylene, polypropylene, you name it. And uh, like I said, if they can make it, we can break it. So <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of fun, actually. I like that catchphrase. That's a that's a that's a lot of fun. So, um, so uh, Jeff, you know, you, you heard during the introduction, you know, I talked about some of the innovations and some of the ways that that McElroy has really evolved over the years. And as an innovative company, how did McElroy really weather twenty twenty? Because it came with a certain set of challenges, right? And, and continue serving their customers. So, kind of talk me through that process. You know, it was uh, gosh, I guess we're looking at about a year ago uh, now that that this all started and going into that. Uh, we were preparing, hearing that different parts of the country were beginning to shut down, knowing that there was a potential shutdown coming to uh, different parts uh, of, of the country. And so we started planning ahead, looking at, hey, we know we're an essential business. So we know that the infrastructure industries that we work with are going to keep doing some work. Now, we knew there was going to be a slowdown, but we also knew that there was work that was going to be done, but a lot of our partners based on policies and things of that nature weren't going to be able to get out into the field and help show people how to use machines or prepare them for a certain application. So we immediately devised a plan to find a way to to use Zoom or Amazon Chime or any of those applications to try to do virtual presentations. And that's not really much different than what others were doing, but because we have our tech center here uh, in Tulsa where we're based, we could do so many different things in, in our tech center. We could simulate tough situations like down in a ditch for some of the larger equipment or simulate situations uh, up overhead in a tight space. And what, what we ended up doing is we cobbled some equipment together from, you know, started with an eight-year-old camcorder uh, to see if it could work. And we started doing some, some basic customized trainings for people. We were reaching out to people, asking how we could help. And that evolved into, oh, maybe about after four weeks, involved to a series of sessions that we would do on Wednesdays called the Socially Distant Learning Series. On Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, we're doing these custom sessions. And on Wednesdays, we started to schedule an actual session and send a broad invite out to everybody to come in and, and showcase certain products. And it really changed how we could de- you know, do a deep dive into some of our products. And some of our private sessions turned into socially distant learning sessions for later. Some of our socially distant learning sessions turned into opportunities to do a more microstop- microscopic dive into a product or an application. Uh, so uh, we had everybody in our from our inside sales team to our tech team to our trainers to our sales managers, we were all involved. And it was really an eye-opening experience to see that there's more than one way to reach the customer. You don't ever want to eliminate the opportunity to get in front of them, but this is a new experience that we were able to create and see how we can reach more people than we've ever reached before. And you know, I think one of the things that that occurred quite a bit 
kind of over this past year. I mean, it's crazy. It has been a year now, but I, I think there has been a, a thirst and a hunger for people to um, improve themselves during this time, to look towards some more educational ways of doing things and and, and focusing a little bit more on, on that continuing education aspect. Did you find that just over the course of the socially distant learning series that there was more of a hunger to learn and improve during this time because maybe people had a, a little bit more time to do things like that? Well, yeah, uh, we, we had... We had people that were looking for things, looking for ways to better themselves or better their problem-solving skills for their customer. And I think everybody had this thirst for, I've got to do something other than just make 50 phone calls today, right? Uh, Because most people were not allowed to get out and about. Some were able to, and we were able to break up that part of the day by providing a lot of these socially distant learning series or having custom uh, sessions put together. And we were able to do things like not just walk people through our data logger product, which is a, a great tool to use to, to track the process of a fusion pressure over time, but also actually show people in real time live how to be productive by doing seven fusions with six machines in less than 45 minutes, including doing stuff overhead and hangers. So uh, we, we're coming up with these ideas and not even really going through a practice run and executing it exactly how we anticipate it working. That's exactly how you plan out a job site uh, is you go and you pre-plan and you make sure that you can execute on what you want to do and do it in the least amount of time. So you make the most of most productivity out of everybody and every machine you have on the job site. So what do you see coming and what's going to be new for 2021? Obviously, you know, we, we flipped the calendar over. It's a brand new year. What, what's coming up in, in 2021 for McElroy? Well, 2021, we're going to continue to do these live sessions, you know, whether it's still called the Socially Distant Learning Series. Uh, we'll see about that, but uh, we'll continue to do those types of scheduled sessions. We will continue to do the custom sessions. I think another thing that last year taught us was we were able to expedite the production of some of our online courses for operator qualification. Now, it's not the end-all be-all. You can't go watch a video and be qualified as an operator, but there are some things that you can do prior to arriving uh, to that location to get your qualified operator hands-on experience that you can do online. That allowed us to expedite that process, not only for the PE side, but adding that for the polypropylene side. And then, of course, what we also are adding is our podcast to the mix. So it's it's a really exciting time for, for any of us that like to be informative and talk to people and just educate them. And for those who need, who want the time, who want to spend the time to learn more about how they can better solve problems for their customers, these are great additions uh, to what we already have in the mix and, and, and other product um, promotions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Ryan, we've let you be quiet for, for far too long here on, 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 this, <laughs> on, on this podcast. Um, it's unheard of. <laughs> but, but I want to hear uh, about uh, your, each of your passions for, for pipe fusion. And so Ryan, let me kick this to you first. Why are you, why are you so passionate about pipe fusion? Well, first of all, it's, it's all I've really ever done. Being a young, young man and getting into the industry and, and learning from the ground up from people that you know had a, a small amount of knowledge and growing off of their knowledge and learning more from other you know, leaders in the industry as I kind of grew up in this industry. Uh, I started doing this before I even you know, started having kids, basically right out of high school. So learning, learning from everybody and, and taking all that knowledge and seeing the change and, 
and the advancements and the camaraderie amongst companies too. You know, the relationship that uh, we've been able to build with with McElroy and other distributors has been it's been amazing, and it really pulls you into the industry a little bit more and makes you realize that the pipe fusion industry is not just an industry; it's like a big family. We all kind of get into it and we don't leave it. And that that's one part that kind of makes me passionate about it. The other passion that I have for it is that we're installing something in you know municipalities, uh, in mines, uh, for you know aquaculture, agriculture, all kinds of different infrastructure that doesn't leak. And it's a great product for the you know for everybody because we don't have to worry about losing water, losing sewage into streams worry about chemicals being dumped into the ground or leaching into the ground. We're talking about a leak-free system that will last for a very long time. You drive through small communities, doesn't matter where you are, and you see them installing subpar material in the ground, and you just want to just get out of your vehicle and go walk up to the city planner in that small area and say, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you're wasting your money or you're wasting your time or do you not care about the people that live here? And that's kind of what really made me passionate about it. When I, when I was a young man and I saw this pipe being yanked over a mountain by a d9 cat for miles and miles and not breaking and all i was doing was at the time from the limited knowledge that i had through the training that i was given i was just squishing hot pipe together and to see it stick together and stay together like that i was amazed and, and the more that i learned the more passionate I became about it you know i realized the science behind it was was amazing and it really Kind of jarred my my you know uh, curiosity to get to learn more about it, and you know the, the more that I learned and the, the more training that I did, and I saw the passion that I had for it when I put it out there during the training that I was doing with a lot of these people, um, their passion grew with it too, and you know we became friends over the over the time, and I would retrain these people every couple of years, and they would they would come into my classroom and they would be showing me pictures of the stuff they'd done in the past, and they were so proud of themselves and. You know, you'd be driving down the highway when my kids were little, we'd be driving down the highway and I would point out places that I'd put pipe in the ground and, oh, I hung off of the bottom of that bridge to stick that piece of pipe in the ground. And, oh, we put a, a storm sewer under this mountain over here or that landfill. I installed a leachate collect collection system. And, you know, my kids think it's pretty boring, but uh, now that they're older, you know, they talk about it. Oh, remember when you drove by here and you told us about this pipe? And I'm like, yeah, it's still in the ground working. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. And, and it just, it gives you a certain... Uh, amount of achievement feeling of achievement when you've when you've done those things and, and the product goes in so nicely so well and it, it's such a great product you just want everybody to use it for everything yeah and and, and jeff follow up on on ryan's comments there and just why you're pi passionate about pipe fusion and um yeah what, what what keeps you so so interested in the industry after these years well, you know, I've been in this industry for seven years now, and I decided a long time ago, uh, you know, I, I started off my career coming out of college and everything. I was in advertising sales, and I spent the first eight, nine years of my career in advertising sales. And I decided I wanted to get out of that, uh, something a little more broad, a little more, you know, outside of just a local or regional area. And I got into manufacturing sales. And, and during that time, I really learned about the concept of doing worthwhile work, okay? And I think this really echoes what Ryan was talking about is doing worthwhile work uh, where you're actually making a difference. And I know that kind of sounds cheesy, but it when you can put it in perspective of, hey, what I'm trying to help people use is better for them, it's better for the world, it's better for the community. And at the time I was, I was selling a non-corrosive product that was more for security purposes and things like that. 
But here, nine years later, I started McElroy and I'm, I'm actually working with fusible plastics, non-corrosive products that help save our infrastructure from repeated installations from other natural resources, from other type of resources leaking out uh, into uh, and escaping into the ground or the soil. And you look at what we can do with fusible plastics, whether it's in the building or outside, you can truly make a product that's going to outlast a building and you don't have to continually install copper or steel over the next 10 to 15 years or multiple times over the next couple of decades to replace that. You're going to have a system of infrastructure that's going to last forever. And you're not losing water. You're not losing product. You're you're in a leak-free system that is making the world a better place. And, and McElroy constantly says, you know, whether it's in the ground or in the building, it's around the world, we're making the world a better place. And uh, that's worthwhile work to me. And it's easy to go out and provide solutions to people for products like that because you believe in it. It's, a, it's not that I didn't believe in the things that, that I was talking about whenever I first got out of school, but I, can tr I truly believe that this is making a worldwide impact uh, to help better our infrastructure. So uh, that's what kind of keeps me going. It's exciting. And people will see me do a presentation and they're like, wow, you're so animated. And I'm like, I know, but isn't this cool? Isn't it exciting? I mean, this is this is real stuff. Uh, so that that's kind of what keeps me going with it is I know there's a better purpose for this than than what people have traditionally used. And if we can convince everybody to do it, then we can use some of those resources and copper and steel for other things that plastic can take that uh, the place of. And, you know, I think it's interesting that, that both of you mentioned just uh, that, that knowledge that you're having an impact and, and that there's a uh, there's a lasting component to, to what you're doing and and acknowledging the way that you're making a difference in the world. And I, I think that's really interesting. Just I think more and more people these days want to know that what they're doing has a wider impact on people and, and it is making a difference. And I, I just found it interesting that, that both of you kind of reference that um, as part of why you're so passionate about your job, which I think is is a really cool aspect of things. And and Ryan, you went so far as to start a Facebook group called Gods of Fusion uh, just a few years ago, right? So t tell us about that group. Tell us when you created it and what gave you the idea to create that group. So about three years ago, I created it, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, in doing training, like I said, I, I've done a lot of training. There was one year uh, that we were really busy here in Canada, and me and a few other people combined had trained about, I don't know, close to 1,400 people in that year. And, you know, the redundance of training, Jeff can, uh, you know, uh, admit to this too, you know, when it's training every single day, for every week for six months, it gets a little bit redundant. But the thing that makes it worthwhile is, for me anyways, is to look on people's face when you take somebody that doesn't know anything about it and you bring them into the fold under your wing and you kind of teach them a little bit and they get a taste for it and you see they have a passion for it and they start to grow on it. And what would happen was I would be getting phone calls and text messages and Facebook messages and Snapchat messages and all kinds of messages and all kinds of social media uh, day and night from all these people that we've been training over the years and the people that I'd met through the industry over the years and Everybody's sending me pictures and, and telling me all about what they were doing. And I was I was proud of them as an instructor, as, you know, somewhat of a mentor and a friend and a colleague and a supplier um, at that on a personal level, super proud of them. And I just wanted to share it. I wanted everybody to see what everybody was showing me because I couldn't sit there and resend all these pictures to 50 or 60 or 100 other people. 
So laying in bed one night, I thought, you know, I need to do something with this. I need to create somewhere where those of us that are passionate about it, like Jeff and I, um, and a lot of the other people that are on the Gods of Fusion page, can share their wins to share their setup. So they know that they're not alone out there in the middle of the field, fusing pipe by themselves, thinking, oh, well, this is great. I took a picture. Who really cares? Nobody wants to see it. And over the years, the first year, it was a little bit slow on its growth. And it was like an overnight switch one day. It just blew up. And we were getting people on there from Chile and Guatemala and India and England and Australia and all over the United States and all over Canada and people that I had never met before on the, on the, on the page on Facebook. And I was just blown away by the pictures that were being shared, the quality of the pictures, the quality of the work. We don't see a lot of people sharing poor quality pictures. We don't see a lot of silly memes on there. We don't see a lot of people talking down to one another. You see a ton of people promoting each other, even if they're competitors in the same city, giving them a thumbs up and saying, hey, that looks really good. You did a great job. Whether it's, you know, packing grease in a facer or, you know, installing a four inch gas line in downtown Toronto or a guy doing a 36 inch line in in Australia to a guy doing a 60, 63 inch or a 78 inch butt fusion in Victoria, right? We, we've got all that on there and it's, it's just a great place for everybody that takes so much pride and has so much passion to share their wins, right? And to, to have people to brag to about it that can kind of associate what they're doing with what everybody else is doing out there and show guys that work on small diameter stuff all the time that there's bigger jobs out there and you know, there's things to do and there's places where this this career can take them. And it's not just sticking plastic together. These guys are professionals and they should be treated as such. I think it's been it's been a real a lot of fun for me. And the, the pictures that I see, the comments that I get, it's sometimes hard to keep up with because I try to avoid a lot of the uh, advertisements that some people try to stick on there. I filter through it pretty hard to try to stop that from happening <laughs> because I don't want it to turn into one of those places where you're constantly inundated with Facebook notifications from someone posting equipment for sale or fittings for sale, because that's not what it's about. It's about sharing good quality work in our industry. And Jeff, you're a part of this this group, right? And so tell me what it means just from, from your perspective as someone who's in the industry and living this every day, you know, what's it like to be a part of, the, of this group on Facebook? Well, what's cool is you know, from a social media standpoint, when you go on, you go online and you, you're a member of different groups, you, you see your favorite type of animals, you know, you might have your favorite type of, you know, a smoker or, you know, just your hobbies, maybe a golf or a baseball site or something like that. But to be able to go into social media and see really cool pictures that has something to do with your work that nobody else around you would necessarily understand that that's part of your family. That's pretty cool. I mean, I joined it about a year and a half ago and seeing all the different applications from all across the world is, I don't know if inspiring, inspiring is the right word, but it it's certainly motivating uh, to see how the equipment and how the, the pipe itself gets used in different applications. And like Ryan was talking about, you, you have, you have people who are competitors, maybe even the same market who tell each other, good job. It's, it's, it is a niche market, right? So it's everybody seems to know one another in some way, shape or form. And to be able to have a place like that where everybody across the world can actually go and see different applications, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's just 
a lot of fun to go through his page. If you haven't, it, like I haven't been on Facebook in a while and I go in there and I go to God's Effusion and I look through all the pictures and the, and the latest posts, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's a great way to have an enjoyable time on social media and actually you're, you're doing work, but it's fun because you're seeing all these different applications, uh, much better than the way social media has been in the past few years. So, uh, <laughs> it really is. It's just fun to see those pictures. That's the best way to describe it. It's absolutely fun to go in and see the different ways people install stuff. I, I think through the pandemic too, Jeff, is um, it's been great for people to socialize a little bit through work where you can't yeah. go and, you know, give a guy a high five on a job site or even for us as sales representatives now to go out and show up on a job site and kind of see how things are going, take some pictures. This is a great opportunity for us to kind of get past that pandemic barrier and see a little bit more of it. And and someone else made a comment to me once on there uh, a few months back was, you know, they said, we're just fusion technicians. We don't get to go to trade shows. We don't get to go to these big uh, exotic locations to go see the equipment on the site, or we don't get to go see different applications like you said so for them it's kind of like a digital trade show almost but mm-hmm. maybe a little bit better so it gets them a little bit of you know they get to intermingle and, and network a bit with other people in the industry as well where even you've seen people on there posting you know looking for fusion technicians in their area and you know 10 or 15 people they want well, you know i'm in the state next to you or you know are you looking for this kind of you know experience and and it's a great way for people that may have some experience and passion in the industry that might be laid off or out of work to maybe get something else in their industry to continue on their career and grow a little bit as well, right? Yeah, and, and it's it's not just providing creative solutions just uh, to show people across the country how how to do it or or show your to show up your competitors in the same market. It's a way to show how you came up with a creative solution for something that expands the industry. So now if more people knew that they could solve a problem in a creative way that the way someone showed it on the, on the gods of fusion page, then if more people adopt that, they're just making it better for the market. Because in some cases people say we can't put in polyethylene or polypropylene because it won't work in this application. But if someone shows a creative way to do it, then now you have the proof. And here's a place you can go and find that proof. You don't always have access to that because there's not an email list that everybody's sending out to everyone else saying, oh, look at these pictures of this job site. But here we have on God's Fusion, this guy in, you know, New Brunswick uh, was able to, to do it this way. So a guy in California now has a way to sell a job to go away from metallics, a corrosive type of system to go to a fusible plastic, which is a leak-free system. Do you think it's fair to say there was always... Maybe this hunger and this uh, this need for a group like what God's Fusion has provided that, that that was always there, and it really just took someone with the vision that Ryan had to to create a group like this that that could really maybe give a voice to to, to plenty of people who were looking to have this type of community. There was that element that people have, say, on LinkedIn where they post their jobs and things like that. But it's such you look at LinkedIn; it's such a professional environment. I mm-hmm. think Facebook is such a laid back environment that it's more relaxing and it's more enjoyable to go and see those things and like it without, you know, having that air of, of worry or, or, or professionalism is, oh, if I like this, are people going to think I like the competitor or whatever? On Facebook, they don't care. You know, they're like, hey, I like this. I'm on Facebook. It's laid back. Right. So, yeah, I think there was, a, there was a need for something like that where people felt more comfortable liking it and following it 
regardless of whether it was the products that they're using or not. And, and the nice thing about it is to, you know, be able to share that and see all that stuff where, where a lot of Facebook groups or Instagram groups or anything like that, where you get these, these groups of people that join and join and join, where there's a lot of slamming and bad-mouthing each other. We don't see that on Gods of Fusion. And that's what really kind of grabs the essence of what our industry is about. You know, we don't go out there to slam each other. We don't go out there to put each other down. We go out there to, you know, promote each other because we're promoting a, a product that's still in its growing state. We're promoting something that is that's going to help everybody. You know, a few years ago, ISCO has um, helped with the Clean Oceans Initiative with polyethylene pipe, and you know, in doing that, you know, you see this product that is used to go in the ground to transport media from point A to point B is now stuck into the ocean and is floating around collecting garbage, and. To see those kinds of things, you know, that that environmental aspect of, you know, this product works for that and these companies actually care about the environment and are doing this to help the world um, in, in so many different aspects. You know, I live in a community that has a lot of, you know, old infrastructure that leaks. We go through a lot of uh, water shortages. Can't water your grass from this time to this time. There's boil your water advisories. And if they were to just stop and take a look at even a few pictures on this page and realize what we're doing out here, they might stop and think, hey, maybe we should start putting this in. Maybe we can protect all this water that we treat, that we spend all this money on treating and taking care of and use 100% of it instead of 65% of it and losing 45, 40% of it or 35% of it in the ground. You know, and the God's Fusion, it's close to my heart because I created it, but Everybody that's on there, you know what? Uh, I think of them as brothers and sisters. You know, there's uh, there's so many people out there doing this work, and it's so nice to see all these great pictures and this uh, professionalism that's put out towards it. You know, I don't see a lot of pictures out there with equipment that's being abused. I don't see pipe being abused, and and the, the questions that I get through that Gods of Fusion page for people looking for products in the area that they work in, that are looking for help in the area that they work in, that are looking for advice on the jobs that they're working on. It's great. And it's a great tool for those guys in the field to be able to reach out and ask a professional those questions and to get some great firm answers and the right information to do those things they're doing. You know, I, I want to uh, touch on what he was talking about, too, with leakages and allowable leakages. Um, it's amazing that there are municipalities across the country that look at 11, 18, 9, whatever the percentage is. 8 to 18% of, quote, allowable leakage. That means, and in California even, where water is at a premium, water is at a premium everywhere, but they actually have allowable leakages because the systems that they have in place, they know are going to leak. A solution, an easy solution, would be to switch to a fusible plastic because if there is any leakage, that means it was put together incorrectly and a and a qualified joint would prevent that, and the leakage would be zero percent. Imagine how much we, how much better we could be doing as you know, just conservationists if we had zero percent leakage from any pipe starting today that's installed from now on with zero percent leakage. But people are allowing that because that's the system they have in place, and when they go to replace that, when there's a leak or damage. They replace it with the same stuff. They're not fixing the problem in all areas. And imagine what we could do if we just switched to fusible plastics. 
That's a really great point, you know, and, and to what you guys are saying, it's fantastic to see social media being used in a, in a positive way rather than just, you know, arguing with relatives about politics and things like that. <laughs> so it's, it, it is amazing really to see just such a great community being built uh, in this way and, and the way, Ryan, that you've gone about it, I think has been uh, fantastic and, and the way that people have interacted, I think also just, you know, gives some, some real positivity to this conversation and into what you've built and what, what has been growing on the Gods of Fusion page. What are some of maybe the most interesting posts that you've seen? What What are some things that, that, that people have posted that you're like, wow, that's that's particularly fascinating, really stood out in your mind that, you, that you've remembered over the last three years? I don't even know if I can pick one. Um, there's so many great posts on there, you know, from these guys lowering these 48 and 63-inch machines down to these giant pits to install a piece of 54-inch pipe or 48-inch pipe to, you know, vertical fusions in the Northwest Territories on an ice wall with a T500 pop works using some 20 inch, you know, seeing, seeing some of the <laughs> applications of this pipe, the crazy fittings in the, the fracking industry, some of the stuff that's being done in South America with all the wild fittings, it, it all just, it makes me so happy to see it. Um, there's one guy in particular on there, I won't say his name, but uh, he's, uh, he's in the uh, Britain area and every fusion that he takes a picture of and posts on there, he writes on the pipe, uh, God's effusion, you know, February 15th, 2021, you know, all his cooling times, heating times and everything. But every fusion that he's putting in the ground and burying has God's effusion written on it. There's a guy in Texas that went and made a God's effusion sticker with the outline of the state of Texas around the outside of it and put it on his truck, right? <laughs> Those things, like, they excite me when I see that. I'm like, wow, I'm making a difference to somebody. Somebody, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving a mark in, in the world on a positive note with somebody that I don't even know. Um, I've touched somebody somewhere with just a saying, just a, a Facebook page. And, you know, I'll show my kids or I'll show my girlfriend or, you know, my mother or, or a friend and they'll be like, yeah, great. Oh, what do you, who cares? Right. And, and to me, it's a huge deal uh, and I love it. And I think, you know, it makes me proud and I'm really happy to see that kind of stuff. And the pictures, again, like I said, the crazy fittings, um, all that stuff. It's exciting. I, I couldn't pick one post. I think they're all fantastic. Ryan, you might be actually be the industry's first social media influencer for fusible plastics. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah, the original God of Fusion. Hey, the OG. That's, yeah, the, the OG <laughs> of Fusion. <laughs> yeah, um, ISCO, actually, uh, when I got my business cards made up this last year when I was changed from Western Canadian sales manager to utility sales manager, um, they actually put God of Fusion on my business card. And uh, it, it, again, it hit me a little bit. I got a little tear in my eye when I got the card in the mail there. I was pretty pretty proud of it. So, you know, I, I think it's great. And, you know, the, the, the people that I've been able to mentor underneath um, have taught me so much about this industry, you know, and and so much about, you know, how to deal with the problems. You know, the people that, that are in place and some of the, 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 the channel partners from McElroy, uh, they know their stuff. And... It's great to have those people part of this group and, and they help everybody out. And to see, like I said, to see the worldwide, the, the touch it worldwide, you know, we're almost a thousand members. We're like five people away from being a thousand members. I know it's not a lot, but to me, it's a big deal. When we hit 100, oh, I had a party at my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I carved a pumpkin at Halloween that had God's Effusion and I had t-shirts made up that said God's Effusion on it before I even started the, the Facebook page. 
And, you know, my mother, she's a seamstress and she built uh, patches for my hats, some of my hats to, uh, to stick on there because she was so proud of it, right? So it, it's kind of cool to be a part of this. And, you know, as a technician, when I was a younger technician traveling around Canada and the U.S., uh, doing fusing and, and repairs on lines and, and, and crazy things that I got to be a part of, you know, um, every time I was out there, you know, I look back now thinking, oh, man, I wish I had a digital camera back in those days because, some of these pictures are a phone with a camera back in those days because some of those pictures would have been amazing to have up there. Mm-hmm. And all of it's upstairs. It's not, uh, it's not, there's no pictures of it, right? So it's, it's really cool actually to be a part of it. Well, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not already a part of the Gods of Fusion Facebook group, uh, maybe you can be the 1,000th uh, member. So go check it out right now, right? Someone's going to be lucky 1,000. May as well be you, good listener. <laughs> And uh, and help right make Ryan, uh, you know the I don't know the the Kardashian of uh, of pipe fusion. <laughs> that, that might not actually be as flattering as it as I initially thought in my mind, but uh, but it it is pretty incredible to uh, the, to think the, of you as the it's a thought that counts, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All I'm trying to say is you're in- incredibly influential in this world, and uh, and and that's fantastic. Um, Jeff and Ryan, any closing thoughts as we wrap up this first episode of the podcast? It's been a blast getting a chance to to chat with you guys and to to learn a little bit more about uh, the Gods of Fusion Facebook page and and what you guys are doing in this uh, in this realm. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to say in closing today? You know, I'm just thankful to, to be able to have this platform and come on with you guys and privileged enough for, for them to ask me to be a part of it and, and uh, be on here with Ryan, who, I mean, he's the God of fusion, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm in a I'm in a role here at McElroy in a pioneering industry with polypropylene that's uh, just in its infancy. It's probably in the same spot polyethylene was about 30 years ago. So uh, I'm just excited to be a part of an industry that's making things better for everybody that's out there. Um, I'm looking forward to, to flipping over more metallic opportunities to fusible plastics so our infrastructure is in better shape for the future. So I'm, I'm just thankful to be a part of this and, sh- and share my feelings and thoughts about it with you guys, especially being along with, with Ryan here because hearing his stories about God's Fusion is a lot of fun. Well, I, I would like to to just, you know, reiterate what, uh, what Jeff said there. You know, I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of this industry and and do my part to help better everybody's you know, experience and, and help educate those who need education and, and help sway people that need swaying. Um, and I'm always open to ideas and and to learning new things myself. And and whoever's listening to the podcast that is a part of God's Effusion, I want to just thank everybody for everything that they've contributed to the website and everything that they do every day out there, you know, getting up at four or five o'clock in the morning, putting your work boots on and going out there and tromping through the the snot and the in the mud and you know, setting your machine up and making sure that everything is clean and done properly every single day that you do it. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but you do it. And I like to thank everybody out there doing that and, you know, making the world better for everybody else, you know, in a leak-free system, you know, making sure the gas systems aren't leaking and water and sewer are all running the right way. We couldn't do it without all those people out there on the, on the front lines doing that work. And especially through the pandemic, you know, they're not ones taking time off to, to, uh, to collect any checks or anything like that. They're the ones that are taking the time to get out there and work through the pandemic and being safe and, and making sure everybody else has a, a tap to turn on and, a, and heat in their houses and a toilet to flush. So, you know, uh, my kudos to everybody out there in those hard hats. That's a fantastic word there, Ryan. And, and so thank you so much to you both for, for joining us here for this first episode of Connections, a McElroy podcast. Uh, we, we appreciate it very much. Jeff Turner and Ryan Ethier. Guys, thank you again so much for, uh, for joining me here on the, uh, on the inaugural episode of Connections. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. 
Absolutely. And everyone, thank you once again for joining us for this first episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard from Jeff and Ryan, make sure to subscribe to the podcast here uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days to stay up to date with the latest from McElroy. And of course, go uh, go and follow along and join in the conversation on the Gods of Fusion Facebook page. You heard uh, Ryan talking about it and you heard both guys discuss why it's been so valuable to them and why it's so valuable to the industry. So go check that out as well. And we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.